0: weekly book club podcast where we're now going through our 2020 challenge list. (laughs) Woohoo! I know, so exciting. Uh, This is Stephanie Cortez and as always I'm joined by my super wonderful and awesome and amazing co-host Megan Griffin. How are you doing Megan? I'm good, how are you? Good, glad to be back.
1: (laughs) Yes, yes.
0: Been on a little bit of a hiatus, Um, Yes. but now we're back
1: and... Needed to refresh a little bit.
0: Yes, now we've got our new challenge list for the year. (laughs) <laughs> very excited I love what we started with
1: <laughs> I to say we definitely started with a bang and yep. it was amazing
0: yep um I don't think we talked about what we were going to read next on our last episode so <laughs> I I no. think we can just launch right into it yeah
1: yeah yeah it's been right. a little while we've read a lot of books and that's all you need to know <laughs> yeah
0: yep and we're gonna keep reading a lot of books um we do know what we're reading well I think i know what i'm reading next for the podcast so okay. i'll be able to at least start that back up next time <laughs> perfect okay um crap what was the theme for this one
1: this was a book published in february right
0: right right, right. Um, all right so this which was... i had
1: to keep reminding myself because it's the yellow cover too <laughs> so yellow yeah what, what does your cover look like
0: Okay, mine is like mostly blue. There's some gold on it, but. Oh, yours is purple.
1: Yeah, mine looks like. um, Oh, I returned it already. Okay. Um, I can show you from. Oh, look.
0: Good reads. Mind blowing. (laughs) Yeah, Um, it's
1: like a picture of the sky and the sky is all yellow with the castle in front and her in the back. That's so
0: cool. Okay. So we picked The Hundred Thousand Kingdoms by N.K. Jemisin. And clearly we had different covers. (laughs) Yeah. Mine. What is mine? It's like a bluish purple on the bottom. You can tell you're in a room kind of looking up at a ceiling. Kind of looks like pretty skylights. Ish. I don't know if that's what they were going for. That could be the room where some stuff happens at the end. Yes. Some things happen. So yours is blue, which means it also would have worked for
1: a blue cover. (laughs) I just sent you a picture of mine.
0: Oh, yeah, that's nice, too.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's like the, the city. I kept wanting to say palace, but it's more of a city. Yeah. And you've got her face in the background. Or I guess it actually might be.
0: Could be. Inepa. the night
1: god yeah oh yeah
0: yeah we also haven't talked about how to pronounce people's names we maybe should have talked about yeah. that before we started <laughs> <growing>. <laughs> so they're on wikipedia oh so
1: i can um pronounce them first if you want all right
0: main character's name Yene. Yene is not how i was saying it in my head and it's not I how i was either wrong, but
1: I was saying it Yaini or
0: Yaini or something. I with Yen and I was like, that's not right. But I'm just gonna yeah. going to keep going.
1: Yaini. 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 Yaini.
0: Okay. So, had you read anything by N.K. Jemisin?
1: No. And I was trying to figure out who actually recommended, because I feel like everybody reads her other series first. Oh.
0: What's her other series? I don't, um. Let me look it up. Because I want to read everything by her now. <laughs> yeah,
1: she's got one coming out in March that I am just like, I'm dying for. Um, let me see. In the uh, the Broken Earth. The first book is the fifth season. Okay. Uh, which is the one that everybody recommends, mm-hmm. and I don't know. I thought it was my friend Kendall who told me to read the Inheritance <clears throat> series first. Yep. Um, but he's not responding because it's like, hey, <laughs> did you recommend this? And he has not responded, so I could be wrong there. Um, but someone actually posted in a book group earlier this week and was like, hey, have you read any N.K. Jemison? And looking through those comments, so many people were like, yeah, I've read the Broken Earth series and mm-hmm. haven't read The Inheritance, um, which I just find so strange. Hmm. So interesting. Yeah.
0: I had read, so I did that writing class last year and Mm -hmm. it was about world building and she had us do some readings of like examples of really great world building and it's the first few pages of this setting up the world and sky and some of the rules and so I was like, oh, I really want to read this and I just didn't read it and then when we were talking about what to start off with and you suggested that one. I was like, oh, that one.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, I was really excited. I. At one point, the entire trilogy was on sale for, like, three or four books on Kindle. Mm -hmm. So I have the entire series. Nice. Um, But it just, you know, for the most part, honestly, if it's not an advanced copy of something, I'm just not reading older stuff. (laughs) Yeah. And that makes me so sad. Yeah. Yeah. But uh,
0: totally worth it. Absolutely. I love this. The quote on the front of it is... um... Who this is One second Alright So there's a quote On the front of mine By Naomi Novik Another writer I love Naomi Novik I haven't read Any of her stuff But I've met her She's really nice Really Oh that's cool
1: Yes Yeah she's got A series coming out I know this is not Sorry, just a weird tangent. But it's, um, it's a s- series coming out about a school where there are no teachers and the kids are stuck in the school because there are monsters outside of it. And that's what? about all I know about it. And oh I still was God. like, I want this series now. Yes. So.
0: <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, her quote it was lush and evocative and true. And uh, yeah. yeah, especially lush. Yes. There's a lot to this book and it made me feel a lot of feelings
1: Yes, A lot of feelings yes.
0: uh, So our main character Yena She's 19 And you learn this. I think this, this has to be why um, the, the instructor of that class I took had us read this Because it's the first few pages and it sets you up Very much you learn that um, There's the city the, Basically the center of The world basically sky And then above sky is the palace Also called sky um you learn how basically where she lives it's the high north continent and it takes like a month for her to get to sky so kind of sets up the physical part of the world um and that there's basically royalty the ara mary yes cool the ara mary and that her mom was an heiress of them but she basically denounced her title and her standing to be with guinea's father Mm -hmm. Um, So it really just sets things up. And then also, too, when I went back to kind of write up some notes about it after reading it, the first paragraph where she talks about, like, I am not as I once was. They've done this to me, broken me open and torn out my heart. It's just interesting to read that knowing what happens. Yes. And that her people tell the stories of the night she was born where her mom, like, closed her legs and fought to keep her in and then finding out why later. (laughs) Um, but she's called to Sky by her grandfather, Decarta Aramari, mm-hmm. who's basically the king of everything. You learn that there are three gods once, the god of day, the god of night, and then the god of twilight and dawn, or order, chaos, and balance. Um, basically, when, when her grandfather, he calls her there to name her as an heir. But it's not the way you would think, oh, when I die, you're going to get some stuff. No, basically, when he's she has to then fight it out with his other two heirs, his niece Samina, and his nephew Rilad, who are twins.
1: Yeah, I and was it, expecting this to be more of like a a very YA like um, battle royale, mm. bunch of different um, test kind of thing, yeah. like a you know actual like physical kind of stuff mm-hmm. and. It's not at all.
0: It's like, try not to get murdered, and then may- basically murder the other two is basically what this is going to come down. And she knows that that's what it's going to come down yeah. to in that moment. Of like, oh, so we're going to have to kill each other, and I'm not going to win because... I've not she- been
1: prepping for this my entire life. Exactly.
0: Yeah. <laughs> exactly.
1: Which is funny, because it, it, she instantly went there, but, like, we learn later that she essentially comes from a country... Is it, I don't know if it's countries or cities. I don't mm-hmm. know how. But anyways, her people are fighters. And right. like it is a. Uh, the, and the women are the mm-hmm. fighters. Like, yes. So it was yes. a very interesting dynamic of like, oh, I don't think I'm going to win this. But also maybe the only person who actually can yeah. fight I like mean, with honor.
0: I think if it came down to a physical fight. Yes. With no help from the gods. Yes. She'd win. Um, but she does. She's smart enough to know that there's more to it, like with money and connections that she doesn't have that her cousins basically that they do or could have mm-hmm. um, because they've been prepping for this for their whole lives type of thing. <clears throat> um, but you're definitely right. Her She comes from and I love that when we get the little blips of her people and how the women are the fighters and the men are there to stay and protect the kids and basically if um if men are fighting it's like the last resort
1: yeah and there's like a part where like she still recognizes that men are strong Mm -hmm. because it's it's talking about the doors and that these men have this job of opening and closing the doors because they're strong yeah but that's all that it is is just opening and closing the door they're not guarding (laughs) anything it was just like i have appreciate this
0: yeah when we learn later about the warriors rite of passage oh that was a lot yeah at one point talking to Samina and she asks her if how she did in her warriors rite of passage and she like explains that Samina does that basically what they used to do was a young woman of her people in Dar is it Dar yes okay would have to kidnap um, a youth from like an enemy tribe circumcise him and then nurse him back to health Mm -hmm. (laughs) and where it's changed to now the young woman has to basically survive for a month out in the woods or out in the forest Mm -hmm. come back and then as Samina says it be deflowered by um, a man of the sponsors choosing so when Yana kind of explains it or is thinking about it we learn it's more that most sponsors will pick a poor warrior male basically so that the young woman could basically fight him off right easily her grandmother because yana was to be the anu i think might be how you say it she's like gonna be like their leader her grandmother picks their strongest warrior so and it
1: is like essentially rape like yeah you're supposed to feel that this is you don't want this to happen
0: right and so when she gets asked if she won or if the guy won, she basically says she put up enough of a show to basically satisfy the requirements of the ritual. And then she stabbed him in the head with a knife she had hidden up her sleeve. And I was like,
2: Good
0: yes, for bitch. Her. Yeah. <laughs> God.
1: Yeah. It's an interesting dynamic.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Because that also pisses off her people.
0: Right. Because also she didn't get pregnant. So it's like, yeah. now they've, she it's a waste basically you have a dead warrior and no possible either young woman to fight or young man to like yeah. carry on so but yeah so basically she knows she's in this contest essentially with her cousins and she thinks she's gonna lose um, she gets introduced to Tivril mm-hmm. who's essentially her cousin he's like her Kind of her contact and sort of like a guide the first couple of days. Um, kind of explains a couple of things to her and says, "Oh, we got to get you to Veraine to get your your this blood sigil sigil yeah. thing on your head." Um, she noticed other people wearing and she realizes that because he says that only those who are of Aramary, whether it's half blood or full blood, can have them. All of the servants have them, which means all the servants are family essentially. Yeah. But depending on your birth and. How close you are to
1: the center line. Right. It's where you kind of fall. Yeah.
0: You're going to be a servant.
1: Yeah. So the, when they're talking about them as cousins, mm-hmm. I assumed it meant like so much removed. Yeah. Like just a term of a family term of endearment rather than like, hey, your mom, my mom are right. sisters kind of thing.
0: Although for, because Samina and Rilad are Dakarta's brother's kids. Yes. So... But
1: there's never any mention of her mom having siblings, right? So they're especially she dead, considering she, she was the only child, right? So so those yeah. are like they're actually the her cousin,
0: her mother's cousins, like her second cousins, I guess. And then to Vril yeah. Samina and Rilad had an older brother. That's his dad.
1: Okay, so he is closer than I'm thinking. That's a little gross.
0: Yeah, so that's, yeah, so Samin and Relad are his aunt and uncle Okay So still kind of her cousin, but I don't know how many the, Yeah, it's not that I, enough
1: <laughs> It's not enough removed that they could legally marry yeah. But it's not <clears throat> as direct as it could be Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need this in my mind for what happens <laughs> in her Exactly <laughs> But
0: it's Sky, you know, Skye. It's Sky, it's, sky. <laughs> it's It is what it is. Keeping so, the
1: bloodline pure and everything.
0: When he wants Ooh. to have her get that done, she's like, what are you talking about? And he realizes that her mom didn't tell her anything about the Day. I think mm-hmm. is how you say it. Um, and of course, you don't know what that is. And so he's trying to get her there. They run into Samina and she's got this guy with her who has like a chain around his neck. That she's kind of holding on to. I thought it was the twins at first. I was just like, this is a weird. Yeah. I thought that was her brother. And I was like, oh, so her brother's crazy.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's like, okay, cool. Interesting take. No, no. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm
0: -hmm. He, so. Tavril tries to argue with her, but he's of lesser blood. So she tells him, nope, this is what I'm doing. And she basically sends this, this guy who looks crazy after Yena. So Tervil has Yena run and he's like, go this way to just get to Varane. You just have to get it done. You gotta get away from him. Just go. Mm-hmm. And it's Nahadath. Mm-hmm. So he's the god of night. And to kind of skip ahead, we learn these things in pieces. There were three gods, Tempest, Nahadath, mm-hmm. and, and Epha. Nahadath, so the story is Inepha betrayed Tempest, and he killed her. And then he punished Nahadath for his role in it, for him basically supporting Inepha, and traps him in a human body. That's Nahadath, so he's a god. Uh, By day, he's basically human, and then by night, he turns into something kind of closer to what his true self is. Right. And the change happens at dusk and twilight. So that's, yeah, it was like right as the sun was setting that this was happening, so...
1: And he's essentially... That change period is like really dangerous. Yeah,
0: yeah, because he's not fully so. one or the other. Yeah. yeah, so that's
1: why you don't want to necessarily be out. Right, if he's out,
0: and the sigil protects you. If yes. You don't have it, you're not protected.
1: <laughs> because the, um, this bloodline can actually
0: command the gods. Right. That th- uh, what was it that Tempest basically? Gave them that power. mm mm-hmm. Because um, I guess they were, like, what? True followers or something? Like, that. sort of like yeah, a word. Yeah, it was... Uh-oh.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so. this book is kind of told, like... After the first chapter or two, it kind of starts feeling like a conversation. And, like, mm-hmm. you eventually realize it's her, as she's talking, remembering what happened. Right. And... Because there's, like, an entire chapter that's out of order. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And occasionally you're like, wait, who are you talking to? Like, what is going yeah. on? Yeah. So. Uh, and then occasionally it's the gods, you know, telling their side. Right. So.
0: So she runs off, she basically runs into this little boy who helps her, who we find out is Sia. Mm-hmm. He's basically He's the favorite. trickster god. I know. He... So because, cute. Because I love Loki of, yes. like, you know, that world. <laughs> that was yes. my first thought. And I was like, oh, I'm going to love you. And I do. Um, he basically, Enefa's children. He's one mm. of them. The trickster god. We'll eventually meet the others, which are Zakaran, the goddess of, like, battle and bloodshed of war, basically. And Karu, the wise. Yes. Who was maybe not so wise.
1: Maybe not. mm
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, Sia takes the form of like a nine year old boy for the most part like he's completely like millennia old yeah, but he's childlike
0: right and I love the descriptions of when she every now and then will catch a glimpse of like something older lurking behind the Mm -hmm. eyes or in the face or something or his voice drops (laughs) yeah yeah I love that so he's keeping her away he's going to get her away from him and then they hide in the dead space in the body of the palace and Nahadath comes and finds them and Sia's like asking him like, are you here? Like, is it you? And it's not fully clear at the time what he means, but he's wanting to make sure like his his dad, Nahadath, is back. Yeah. Fully.
1: And not the evil human version. I mean, it's but he's not, ev- it's so yeah. weird.
0: It's this weird combination. He's just not one or the other. He's something else during the change. Yeah. Um, and he basically, like, starts to choke him, to choke Sia, and even though by this point, Yena realizes he's not just a child, mm-hmm. she attacks Naharata to get him to stop, and stabs him. And his response is, I've waited for you, and kisses her, and then he falls to the floor. And it's like, well, wait, what?
1: <laughs> yes, very, like, what is going on? Yep.
0: And that's when Zaka co- Zakaron comes um, And she basically Puts this invisible sigil On Yena's head That will I can't believe she says Like it they won't see it But it'll interact with the one that Varane's gonna do So that you're still free which is Interesting
1: yeah I don't know if Is that ever really explained
0: no and I'm wondering If there's more of that in the next books about What I that guess. fully means like Could something have been done to the, All of those wearing that sigil At one like the, the just the regular sigil At one time yeah yeah
1: Interesting. Yeah, Yeah, I am curious where this series goes after this. Yeah.
0: And uh, the gods, they want to try to win her over, but Nahada says she's not going to trust them, so just has Sia take her to Varane.
1: Yeah, it's like...
0: It's interesting. I don't
1: don't know what I was expecting, but I was not expecting like actual gods in human form.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And who have plots and schemes who want to try to convince her of something, and we just don't know what it is yet. Um, So takes her to Varane, who is a Grivener I think is how you say it Basically he's a scholar Who studied the gods written language um, And that's when we learn that the, That anephidae means we Who remember anepha anepha the one who was Killed by a it- tempest but everyone is Taught to call her basically the betrayer That she right. betrayed a tempest and See says not true
1: Again those that uh, Win the battle are the ones that write the History so yeah exactly and then I really
0: liked how we get a dream that um, that Jaina has. She's basically dreaming from the perspective of I don't remember the name, but basically probably like what the first High Aramiri, basically person mm-hmm. who was in charge of the gods. Um, he basically decides to unleash Nahada. Even though all of the other gods, like Sia, Zakara, they tell him not to. But he has Nahadath go attack this other army. But because you can order them around, like you can command them if you have the right sigil. But you have to be very careful because if you say, get out of here, then they can just leave in the palace right. and like never come back. Um, if you tell them to take you anywhere, it'll be anywhere of their choosing. You have to be very specific when you command them.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: He thinks his command is good enough. Um, as Um, he tells go onto the battlefield and dispose of this army do not allow them to advance on this position or sky do not allow survivors to escape do not kill me in the process <laughs> <laughs> um, and so Nahadath goes, goes and he takes care of the army um, but then he keeps going and basically swallows the earth in this like yes. one area which includes this guy's like wife and kid yeah like so you have to be very careful when you command them so i liked getting to see that even though Varane tells like, her like you can't just say throw away things to them because they'll just do whatever yeah um there's a good example
1: there's a, a few times where it's discussed that like when this group came into power they outlawed a lot of things like slavery and
0: they just call it something war. else
1: though <laughs> and yeah but it's like but they have these gods that are mm-hmm. enslaved, and it's like, but we don't call it that. There are right. tools or right. weapons, weapons or whatever, and it's like, all right, well,
0: mm-hmm. or the <laughs> that's servants bullshit. like, because how they're all yeah. family, they're all of this the Armory yes. bloodline. But as Dakara tells her when he says that she's going to be the heir, that all of them have to serve, and it's in one you, way or the other.
1: Yep, so. you have to serve in one way or the other. Yeah, which is just. I mean, I really liked... I really wish there had been a little bit more of the political stuff, Mm -hmm. which I don't normally say. Um, (laughs) But I really liked this... the way that this was built to be so um, corrupt from the Mm -hmm. beginning.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I was wondering if we were going to get more political stuff because basically when Gaina's mom, Kenneth, leaves... Um, mm-hmm. She's Descartes' only child, only daughter. He never remarried. He thought there would be time after his wife died tragically, which we learn <laughs> more about later. Yeah. Um, so he just named his niece and nephew as heir after everything. But he always thought Kenneth would come back, and she does come back, literally one time, one time that we learn about. But then after that, Descartes changes. He's very angry. Um, He basically has everyone. He writes her off. He has Varane remove her blood sigil from afar. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone writes her off no one can trade with dar the land where they live so when Yana is given made an heir she is given three nations to oversee and one of the things she does is order them to resume trade with her people basically yeah uh, but we know which really- was
1: kind of the whole purpose of her going back was yeah. or the um for Yana to go back was that to basically get her people to be part of this culture again
0: yeah but yeah we don't we don't get much more because she stops. Well, I mean, she's got a lot on her mind. She does yeah. stop going to like the I can't remember what it's called, but like the like the council, council meeting type of yeah. things. Yeah, um, I mean, it's this book
1: takes place. I think it's over what two weeks,
0: two three weeks at the most. I thought it was a couple
1: months. No, Wait, it's like because no. there's one part where she's like, "How many decades have I been doing this?" Two weeks. Oh, or something like okay. that. And I was like, okay. Yeah. And that was during the like seven days before she was going to die. Okay. Um, yeah. It is interesting. We never get her father's name.
0: No, we don't.
1: And like which is kind of cool. So her father is from Dar. He is mm-hmm. an actual. And he's one of the few men to actually be in charge at some point. Right. For a brief amount women. of time. Yeah. It is a matriarchal society. Mm-hmm. Um. So it is I think an interesting dynamic that and probably because this is the the culture she grew up in, that like she never n- names her father.
0: Right. Right. I you mean,
1: know, he, he's dead, and mm-hmm. uh, and but and, and do we really know how he died? Because he survives the living dead curse.
0: Right. The what he the walking death. The walking dead <laughs> death or whatever. Um. But I don't I think don't it know. ever
1: says how he died. I don't think so. And it's like. He's important. Clearly, she loved her father, but right. it's not as important as her mother right.
0: in her eyes. Whose name we um, get. We get her grandmother's name. And yes. then when she goes back there, the young woman who's named the new Anu, the new leader, we yes. get her name, too. I don't remember what it is, but we do. Yeah. Um, so,
1: yeah, it's an it's an interesting dynamic.
0: Yeah. And um, there's something, too, where she talks about men weeping that that's like what men do it's it's slipped in there somewhere and I don't remember where but it's just slipped in enough where I was like okay I see what you're doing here yeah I love it
1: (laughs) yeah one of the anthologies I'm looking at writing for right now um is doing one that's that's like women-led um cultures and, and countries and like men rulers are a thing of a past which of course always makes me think of the power um yeah and I think this book also does a really good job of, like, having this one culture that is run by women Mm -hmm. and without making it in your face. Right. Like, we're noticing all these things, but it's not, like, things that I noticed and thought were glaring and obvious from reading the book.
0: Right. It just feels very natural. And, like, Samina, a woman, is named one of his heirs. It's either her or her brother. It's a man or a woman. It doesn't – Okay. I guess Yana technically is also in the running but not really when we find but out nobody more. <laughs> yeah
1: nobody <laughs> thinks that she's going to do it or anything. Right. And Simone is the more um
0: ambitious
1: ambitious and
0: Cut kind through. of cruel and
1: yep. like the sky people the um Aram- Aramary, mm-hmm. uh are they respect cruelty. It's, they do. It's like you know it's I don't know it's a very interesting dynamic and we learned that basically her mom was also mm-hmm. very cruel and like
0: yep there's a part she's... where they're punishing a heretic and he's given the option to either jump off of the palace of sky or Zakaran has her like like a pike
2: mm-hmm.
0: or something at his back and he's going to be impaled and he chooses not to jump and so he gets impaled and Yena sees this, like oversees it. Like she wasn't meant to be there necessarily. Right. Freaks out, runs off, and DeCarta comes up behind her and he's like, well, I guess you're not like your mom, like, or, or people yeah. or whatever. And she yells at them and Vereen's like, well, he gave him a choice and it would have been better if he had jumped because I think he, he said something, Swung the in. winds <laughs> swing yeah. them into the palace, which I'm like, okay, which I guess that's quick, I guess, because when he got impaled by that pike, it was a much slower yeah. type of thing because um, it also like burned him. Yeah, and it then
1: was a difficult death.
0: Yeah, Descartes says something about how her mother would have shown him no mercy whatsoever.
1: Yeah, so it's, it's um. How old was she when her her daughter or her uh, father became
0: a uh, king? I don't remember, but she was young enough of a child that Sia's responsibility was to play with her and keep her away from the um, right the ceremony. We'll call it.
1: So she must have found out the truth much later, because like oh, yeah. we learn that, like the servants didn't like her. Like Yena uh, um, has in her mind this mother who was um, very respectful and like and took loving. care of and yeah and loved her people and like would help out those in need and and, and basically just like this good person mm-hmm. and part of her knows that. like some of it is her looking and going i'm a daughter who just lost her mother like of course i'm going to idolize her right but but she's like all these things that people are saying about her mother like at one point she's like did someone curse her
0: Change yeah. her soul or
1: something do something and it's her? yeah it's it's a really interesting dynamic do we ever find out who actually killed her
0: yeah so, OK,
1: there was like a section where it was like 17 different names. And I was like, who the fuck actually <laughs> did this?
0: Because like, she thinks it was her grandfather. She thinks Descartes did yeah. it. And there's one part where he summons her to just like his, I guess, kind of a throne room or something. He's like by himself, basically. Mm-hmm. And she says, you killed my mother. And he clearly is in pain. And he's like, you think I killed her? Yeah. Um, and it's like uh, you're mourning her, but maybe you killed her. But why would you wait so long? Because this was just a few months ago. It was more than nineteen right. years. Because Yaina's nineteen. That she, that Kenneth had left. Um, left the phone. I know that basically. It,
1: one point, she thought it was Varane.
0: I think it was Varane.
1: Okay. Because I couldn't tell if it was Varane or Sima.
0: Oh, Semina. Semina.
1: Semina. Yeah. Yeah. Because like. I feel like it was at one point we were discussing both of them. And I'm like, but which one
0: actually did it? Right. <laughs> so, I don't know. I think it was Varane. Um, okay. Out of love. Kind of. Jealousy
1: and revenge. And- <laughs>
0: well, he's the one. He did try
1: to kill her dad.
0: Yes, he did, this fucker. He's the one who unleashed the walking death plague. That Yes got her dad sick which is actually the one time that Kenneth came back mm-hmm. um, that was why which was to plead with her dad to order the NFA to cure him and he says no we assume because like she leaves angry he's angry and disowns her basically mm-hmm. um, but then her dad recovers I, we don't again we don't know when her dad dies but he recovers
1: yeah, he mm-hmm. definitely recovers because it's like the debate is did he say no and then send a medical cart after her or somehow? Like, remorse. It seems that the. um Our Mary don't have remorse or sympathy. And she keeps trying to put these feelings onto them because, like,. She's like, maybe he sent a medical cart afterwards and then, you know, helped him that way. Oh. And, and then it was like, no, that's not what happened at all, actually.
0: My, my bad, it wasn't Varane. <laughs> oh, it wasn't? Who was it? Karu, the wise. Um, oh. Sia is the one who realizes that she did it because... Um, Man, I got to read that last chapter again because that last yeah, chapter was a lot of
1: things going she- on.
0: She said it was the only sensible course of action the girl had to die at dawn. Wait. Karu stops some stops
1: kills Yana early. Varane so stabs her. Yeah. So okay. that she can't
0: release the gods. Right, because okay. So the process of becoming the king of everybody is Someone has to transfer the sigil from Descartes' head to the new person's head,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and they have to basically wield what is it—the stone of earth—to do it. Mm-hmm. The stone of earth is a piece of Anepha that a Tempest kept. Doing so, though, will kill you. But we find out that the reason her dad got better from the walking death was because Kenneth made a deal with the day that they would cure her husband and she would let them like use her unborn child as a vessel for the soul of an of an Um uh, because part of her survived when she was killed by a tempest a so part of her lived on mm-hmm. so yain has been walking around with two souls she's got hers and she's got a goddess inside of her Um, and we find that out because at one point when she goes off to the library she finds like hidden dead space like a hidden library section that's got these statues of the three gods tempest nahada and then anefa who when she's looking at anefa it looks just like her basically Mm -hmm. so that's how she finds out (laughs) which and it like
1: the realization nearly kills her yeah because she gets knocked out for three days, essentially, and the gods are kind of, like, all standing around her being like, did we fuck up? Yes. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> yep. uh, and, and we learned that her soul, her body is used to having two souls. Right. And they don't know if it'll function if they remove one.
0: Right. And then at one point, Nahadah gets angry and tries to, like, pull an effus soul out, but it's still too fragile, even though it's been almost, like, 20 years. Mm-hmm. So basically what the Inephidae want for her to do is to use the Stone of Earth to set them free. Right. But it would still most likely kill her in the process. Yes. Um, so basically everyone expected her to come to Sky to die, whether it was to pick the new heir and just use the thing to put the sigil on the new person's head or for the Inefide to to free them, basically.
1: Yeah. And I got to say, like... She takes the fact that she's going to die in stride.
0: Very like, in stride. Like, she has some moments, but, like... She does. She and then, try, She never tries to leave. She never tries to run away from any of this. No.
1: She just kind of accept it, accepts that, like, this is my destiny without actually ever saying that. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah, you know, she occasionally freaks out about it. And then at one point she's like, I spent half of a day asleep. <laughs> yeah. And that's kind of a waste of, like, one of the seven days I have left. Yeah.
0: And cuz at one point her grandfather says they're going to have a ball to honor her elevation to air and what that in 7 days and what that means is in 7 days we're going to do this ceremony and you're going to die.
1: Yeah. And it's like like don't get me wrong, she freaks out and but I don't know. I if I n- knew I only had 7 days left like I don't know what I would do. Yeah. And and I think it's it's just, it's handled really well, I think. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, she does have Nahadath take her back to Dar because she hears whispers that the lands on the other sides are forming an army to basically invade or to attack Dar. And when, so she does, she does meet Ralad eventually, Simena's yes. brother, because Simena goes to these council meetings. She's very out there, whereas Ralad doesn't do anything. He's basically drunk all the time mm-hmm. and seems to like, and honestly, I was like, is this a ploy?
1: <laughs> no, I had the same thought where it was just like, yeah. but
0: he's so not present in this book. Right. He's so just checked out. Yeah. And she goes to him to try to get them to like form an alliance. And he's like, no, but he does give her the warning that be careful, whatever you love, that's where Semina will attack you. So she did some shit to him. We don't know what, <laughs> but.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's got to be a reason that he's completely just drunk all the time. Yeah. And Yana's uh, like, I don't love anything. She's and like, I didn't yeah. come with a boy. You know, I don't have family. And then it's like, oh, my people.
0: All of, yeah. Yeah. So she her she has not had to take her there. And that's another thing, too. Um, earlier in the book, she goes to her mother's apartments were kept as is. And she finds, like, love letters hidden away that her mom and dad had written to each other. And trying to understand more about her parents, specifically her mom. Mm-hmm. And she falls asleep there, and that, I think, is when Nahadeth comes to her again, and she basically says she's not going to command them. She's She uh, wants to try to establish, like, if they're going to work together, it's, it has to be about respect, so she'll ask things instead of commanding them. Right. So she asks him to take her there, and he does very kindly. <laughs> um, there is also an attraction here yeah. that... Uh, not gonna lie, certain parts where I was just like, maybe yes, have sex with the god of night even though it may kill you, just the physical act will kill you. Yeah, like <laughs> Yeah. If you've got the option, I mean, do it. Yep.
1: But also like in his human form, it's almost like an evil vibe. Mhm. But it also still might be just a mask.
0: Not yeah, I It's
1: yeah. Like at one point he breaks down and it's well he doesn't break down he is like he's been shattered he's mm-hmm. in like as close to not the god form that he can be and he is explaining that like it's exhausting to be a god that has become feared and he literally was part of the creation of these people right. and they expect him and want him to be a monster and so thus he is and so then it's like is your human half this demented Cause like attempts to attack her and maybe would have raped her. And it's like, and she separates who they are in her mind. But then when he comes back later in the book, he's calmer. I don't know.
0: It's a very interesting.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Like I'm all for learning more about that whole dynamic.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But he takes her and um, she asks her grandmother about her mother and her grandmother says that her mom was always full of anger And she Mm -hmm. wanted to hurt someone, and being with Yena's dad allowed her to do that type of thing. Um, Her grandmother didn't know what the gods, the deal that had been made. Right. Um, Nahada comes and says that he killed anyone who saw him with Kenneth the night that he did this. So, I think it's after that. Yeah. After that she like isn't eating and Tavril comes to her room makes her eat and then he takes her to basically the servants version of a party that's happening to celebrate a particular holiday that's happening yeah fire day I think it was called I think Um, so. and that party is happening because Sia with his magic is making it look the way and the food and all that stuff like Sia is basically doing this and he's there he's older though he's like is he like nineteen? Yeah, he's, he's like closer in
1: her. Yeah, he's closer in age to her. Yeah, um, which kind of weirds her out a little bit. Like she prefers him young. Um, everybody kind of prefers him young, and it's which at this point I think where you kind—I of, mean, like it's been hinted at, but it's yeah, definitely there is a line where someone tell like asks, "Are you tired of the old men making yes. you be a young boy?" And it's like, oh,
0: yeah, because it's <sighs> earlier. Uh, one of like maybe the second or third time maybe the second time she sees Sia um he says you know do you want me to be older I can if you want and she was like do people prefer you older and he says "Mm, usually younger yeah I was like no she's like I'm not gonna unpack that (laughs) right
1: yeah it's when he he asks to spend the night with her yes and and he's he's literally just wanting to share her bed as like a like Uh, It's like a little kid would want to share with their mom, right? Right. And she
0: realizes this, but also is like, it's weird because she doesn't know. I mean, it still would probably be weird to her, even if she knew at that point that she had enough of soul in her. But yeah, she's like, Oh I don't know, because he's also he's very affectionate with her in the way a child would be to his to his mom or a kid would be to their mom, and you don't know why until yeah, then you know, you know. And and then and you do like eventually come to like she
1: comes to love him, maybe not as a mother would, but mm-hmm. definitely loves him as a kid yeah. and like and as herself, and he loves her as her, not just because she is a vessel for his mother.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, he's my favorite. I love him. Yeah. <laughs> but after the party. Yena basically propositions to Vril for sex, and I can't remember the way it's said, but he's like, she's like, you know, we're like cousins, and he's like, yeah, but it's sky, like this is, yeah, this is what we do, and so no, they it's have not, sex.
1: It's not we're base, it's not we're like cousins, it's we're cousins, but, yeah. and he's like, yeah, it's fine, it's fine, whatever.
0: <laughs> but she doesn't really get much pleasure from it. He tries with his spots like a leopard on his body he's paler than her
1: yeah <laughs> Which later when she
0: says something about finding a nice woman to see if she has other spots and if they'll breed true or something he's like spot they're freckles you barbarian <laughs>
1: <laughs> such
0: a cute little interaction between the yes. two of them
1: <laughs> she also um, at some point like terviral would have been a really good leader mm-hmm. like if she could name him would be cool
0: yeah yeah well she she kind of does at the end. I mean, yes, end, but end. this is before, like, yeah. all of
1: the showdown.
0: Yeah. But, but uh, after they have sex, she goes into the bathroom, calls out for Nahada, and gets pleasure that way.
1: I do enjoy that it's, like, her getting mad. That she's like, maybe if he could have fucking pleasured me, I just would not be so stressed out right now. It's I'd be like- asleep.
0: <laughs> I was like, I appreciate this. Yeah, sometimes that's what you need. And you just go to yep. sleep after. Exactly. Yep. So she, and he, he doesn't kill her. But I just, I love the description of that hands everywhere, like, yep, mm. screaming out. But there's silence because he's also devouring the sound because he's devouring all of her. But, like, he doesn't kill her. She survives that night with yes. him. Um, and then goes back to bed with Tavril. <laughs> goes As back one to does sleep.
1: As one does. Um, So we kind of learned that, like, we've kind of gone over this, but, like, she goes to a counselor or she learns that uh, what happens when... So you cannot start a war without the council approving it, which Mm -hmm. is a very weird thing. But, again, war brings money, and that's part of the problem with America. Um, And there's discussion of how... So basically, one country invades another, and they basically are just like, "Mm, well, it's happened, and it's going to be messy if we tell you to go away, so we're just going to let everything be. Right. And we find out it's because another proposition of war has been accepted. Months ago. Months ago. Long before she was even invited. And that is war on Dar, um, which, again, we, we mentioned she went and talked to her grandmother about that. But... Then she goes and um, tries to stop it, essentially.
0: Listen, this part. So good. So good. Uh, Gemd, I think is his name. I think so. The leader of this land. She has Nahadath take her. She makes a real grand entrance with the doors being thrown open and Nahadath, And she's like by herself. They, From what they see, Nahadath is like, they can't, he's invisible right now. Which leads to her... Making an impression. She tells them that they have to stop. You have 10 minutes to think about this. So good. <laughs> it's just like, okay. And then this guy, Rish, I couldn't quite tell if he was Gem's kid or, like, who he was to him. If he was, like, a second in command or if he... I thought maybe it was his son. But yeah, we don't ever find out. He's like, how how can you let her come in here and do this? You can't be seriously considering this, blah, blah, blah. And then... So she basically is watching him and paying attention to see if this is just a man posturing or if he's actually going to try to do some shit. Mm -hmm. And then she can tell when he's about to try to hit her. Like, he goes to, like, I think backhand her. Yes. And his hand kind of collides with the air a few feet away from her face. Like, doesn't actually connect. But then something weird, which is also weird, but then something weirder happens where his hand, it basically starts to turn into black diamond. And it starts to take over his entire body. And then I think someone goes to help him and touches him. And they also start to turn into Black Diamond. Yes. So they're on and the floor sh- screaming. Sh- She's got to keep a cool face and be like, yeah, bitches, this is what happens when you try to hit me. <laughs> so yeah. She Because she told him, she told Nahada that she didn't want him to kill anyone. So... This isn't killing them, but no. it's hurting them. <laughs> and,
1: and it's very painful. Yep. And and she tells him that that she's only, like, taking these two. And if he does not get it to stop, then she'll take 20 and 200 and 2, 1,000.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then the moment of.
0: And to tell everyone else, too, because other yeah. countries are involved. She's like, let them know.
1: Yeah. And if, he's like, well, I don't know if we can stop it. And he's, she's like, okay, well, this is what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And the comment of how they're black diamond and thus their families would be taken care of if they choose to sell off the remains of their loved one. And I, it just yep. is so beautiful.
0: Because she says as they're still not quite screaming anymore, I think, but clearly still alive and in pain. Yeah. She tells Naha like, she whispers to finish it and so finishes it and, like, they're... And just diamonds now. Um, and then she strides on out. And, uh, yep. Makes quite the impression. And it backfires. A little bit because Ralad comes to her and he's like, what in all of the useless gods names did you do or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> um, Samina is torturing an old man and we don't know who it is at first. I thought it was
1: the the guy... The guy from the country that mm. uh, i like it because I, I just was like, what other old man? Right. Is there? Nope.
0: And it's not. It's nope. Sia. Oh, poor Sia. I know. So. Oh, I also loved um, as they're kind of like talking to each other back and forth there's like a moment of like silence where they're kind of, I think just staring at each other. And all of a sudden there's a shudder that rumbles throughout the palace and Varane is there and he goes, Oh demons. And it's because it's <laughs> sunset. And that means Nada is coming. <laughs> I
1: love it. I like so much want a movie for moments like that, yep, but oh, also demons. I'm like, it's fine. They don't need yeah. to make it into, but yeah. also
0: like, <sighs> if you do that part better be in there. <laughs> yes. Just that Um, shuddering world of chaos. Yep. Yep. So good. So Naharath comes, and he's like, we had a deal. And then Samina says, you're right, and you'll do. And she starts to torture him instead of Sia. Yeah. And that's basically the moment where Yena decides she is going to set them free. That this is just insane.
1: Because it's not the worst that they've ever experienced. Right. But it is so bad.
0: And we learn too that when Semina is trying to figure out who to torture, Tavril offers himself first. Mm-hmm. And she's like, nah, it's not going to hurt her enough. And then he has to offer someone so the gods can withstand these tortures better than a human can. So to protect right. his other people he suggests yeah. Sia. Oh, she does get to punch Semina though before she leaves. Yes. She punches her. So good. Knocks her the hell down.
1: It's also the point she realizes that she's lost politically as well. Because she right. let it affect her, yeah. and and you know they don't show any right. sympathy for people. Nope. She confesses
0: um, who she went to, and Simina basically says that if you don't pick me, I'm gonna fucking have your your world destroyed. Whether yeah. I'm in, like if I, unless I'm in power, that's what's gonna happen.
1: And even if I am in power, who knows? I could do it. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. I really like the because to real is like. Because I'm your friend. And then she's like, Yeah, we're good. We're good friends. Yes. We're fine, basically. Right.
0: I also love, too, when Sia, when she goes to find Sia and he, oh he's God. healing, the way that she helps him heal is by playing with him. They play tag, they hang Fried. out. Oh my God.
1: So, <laughs> like, it's such a beautiful scene and it's so well done because they, as they switch games, as they play, he gets younger mm-hmm. and faster and it just. And you can see that. Um, oh, who else was in the room? Um, Zacharon. Zacharon also is like approving of in. this. Yeah. And it's
0: it's really beautiful. Uh,
1: yeah, it's just it seems so simple, yeah. but it's so perfect. And I was walking to Whole Foods and like. I'm not gonna <laughs> cry. I'm not gonna cry. <laughs>
0: That's when we also, when we find out that it was his job to basically keep Kenneth distracted during the ceremony, and it's because her mom, Igreth, was the sacrifice yes. for Descartes' ascension to be the king of everybody.
1: And it's also, so so at some point she also went back to her mom's apartment and got this box of letters between her mom and father, and they lay out all the letters oh, and yeah. they're like, they're, they're like, there are letters that are missing. Within, like, minutes they realize that there are letters missing. And... It's any letter that had anything to do with Varane. Mm-hmm. and that's when she kind of realizes that Veraine, who has asked her to, if he can be her escort to this, um, to this ball, because mm-hmm. he used to be her mom's lover. That was the whole thing, um, which is a really weird reason to proposition someone. Like,
0: yep. Um, <laughs>
1: Your mom was but anyways, my first
0: lover and she left me, but I'm totally fine. Let me help you. Yeah. <laughs> sure.
1: Uh, so that's when she realizes that he s- is the one that cursed her father or the, sent the Walking Dead curse, death curse to, mm-hmm. to kill her father and like oh, political intrigue so much. And that's when... This is, like, two days before the ball. Like, we're we're getting close to the end
0: we're of real her life.
1: Um, so she goes to Samina's room and gets Naho, who is the human form
0: of... Um, Nahada, yeah. Thank you. And that earlier, like, way earlier, Semina was like, you can borrow him if you'd like. Like, just, like, taunting her. And so the way she says it is, I, want, I came for a deal. I hope it still stands. I want Naha. Like, I want to take him. She's like, mm, sure. <laughs> Being all like. Yeah. Oh, but she did have like a purple bruise on her face from getting yes. punched. <laughs> yeah. And uh,
1: basically takes him to her room and lets him
0: sleep. Like She, she realizes commands that, him to go to sleep. Because yeah. She wants to wait for the God version. But yeah, she does order him to have pleasant dreams, which was nice. Yes. It's like a
1: it's a moment where she realizes that kind of like her, he has two souls in one body not exactly the same but it's enough that she this guy who earlier in the book basically would have like just loved to torture her and lived for it um and she realizes that like when night comes he just kind of goes to oblivion and doesn't sleep and it's just yeah she's waiting for the god to come like she's she's ready for that fun time but <laughs> <laughs> but it's still very sweet that, like, instead of just, she didn't put him to sleep so that she didn't have to deal with him. It was just like, right. here's something that you never get to do that you deserve. Right. So With pleasant dreams, which was nice. With pleasant dreams, yes. And his face changes Well, you know, less scrunched up or whatever. It's a very nice moment. Um, yeah. And then comes the big sex scene. And it is... <laughs>
0: A lot. It is a lot. Like flying up through planets and stars. Because she, at, like, they talk beforehand. They, they have a little mm-hmm. conversation. And she asks him, she's like, Your tenderness isn't gone. You have that in, within you still. Can you show me that? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So she asks him to try. And uh, they, yeah. Do it.
1: <laughs> and part of her does this.
0: Cause this could kill her, remember. Yes, this could kill her. And,
1: and in hopes that maybe it will kill her.
0: Because it could that would be on her terms.
1: Yes. And she tells him that. It's she's not hiding it from him.
0: Yeah. Um she but he does. She up the next day though. <laughs>
1: yeah. And like wakes up and her bed is like broken and burned oh my and God. <laughs> it's like
0: <So> God damn. <laughs> she wakes up like in a chair in Naha, like the human form is like, I hope you don't mind. You had like soot all over you, so I bathed you. You were <laughs> In a very deep sleep, (laughs) not waking up. And I put you here. And she was like, the bed. He's like, the bed wouldn't have been abused. And she looks and it's just in shambles. Yes.
1: It's like, not even like just cliche broken. It's been broken and burned and and rebroken. Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful.
0: And I think, is it Sia who comes? Looks around and he's like, Okay. And fixes the scene, basically.
1: There was a... No, because when Sia finds out, he Some god comes. I think it was... um, and has to
0: fix the look of everything.
1: Karu, maybe? Maybe. I'm not sure. I don't remember which one. Because Sia finds out... Because they're hiding something from Sia. I feel like it was Karu because she says something and, like, gets snapped at of, like, do you not know how much effort... It took on his part not to kill you. It was Sia. Um, was it Sia? Because I thought yeah.
0: Sia sniffed
1: comes. and was like, there was something about secrets. And he was like, they were hiding a secret from Nahado. And then he's like, but I guess he's hiding his own, too, because yeah. I can smell him on you. I don't know. Maybe that was earlier in the book.
0: Maybe. Cassia comes and the human version is taunting him. And she's yeah. like, hey, I was with your father last night. And he's like, what? And he's like, oh, my God. No, wait. Skies and earth. You were with him. Yes. <laughs> and then she's like, "Uh, the room. And he's like, OK. And he like fixes everything. OK. Um, and he came because Verlad asked him to ask her to meet with him. Yes. And he doesn't think she should, but he still tells her. And it's basically to for them to work together.
1: Yeah. And Rolod didn't command. Right. He just um, the deal's basically
0: she picks him and he'll keep Dar safe. Yeah. He's already got like I think what pirates and mercenaries like just random stuff happening. Yeah. Or he can help them.
2: Political so they shake entry. on it.
0: And then then there's the ball. Yes. And she has to go and like put on a show. If and not, at one... they
1: would have magically made her come, like right. she had no choice. Right.
0: And at one point, I think her back is to him, but Nahada mm-hmm. comes up behind her and is talking to her, and she when she turns around, he looks not like himself. He's yeah, like he's like white. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, I wouldn't be allowed here. And he, she's like, Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like in disguise.
1: Afraid of him. It's oh. Yeah.
0: But he's like, Yeah, um they meant for this night to break you, so they're. It's like he's like they're a support, which is like real nice. <laughs> yeah,
1: and they dance and they dance yeah. to or for the gods, and he's like, I've never danced for myself, and it's, mm-hmm. oh, it's beautiful. And and it's causing worry with the other gods because like he's falling for this mortal mm-hmm. and this drop in a bucket, and they're like, she has to die so that we can be free. And they're really worried that he's going to be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but you know what? This was in a time. So 2010 was the time Twilight was coming out. And like mm-hmm. paranormal romances were really big. And it were that creepy vibe of like a really old dude, like hitting on a young dude. And that's not the feeling here. <laughs> it's not, it, you know, Immortals hitting on teenage girls. And which is what is happening, but also not. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. But again, this was written in 2010, just in case anybody's wondering. Like, yeah. it is that time period of, <laughs> you know, gross age ranges. Yeah. Millennia between the two. Yeah. But it's not like a one, it's not like a, I waited and saved myself for you. And it's not like a, you're the first person I've ever loved. Yeah. It's just a moment of, like, I'm in love again And it's with you. I don't know. It's not as creepy as it could have been. It just feels
0: like... It feels like she's making... I don't... I didn't remember her being in love before, but I feel... It feels like her making this choice, not with her heart and, like, emotional blinders on. She's making, like, when she sleeps with him and everything. Like, she's making these choices with her brain. Yeah. Not just, like, by feelings, you know? Like, she's thinking about things.
1: Yeah. She's got seven days to live and she's not
0: Waste Not gonna it. waste it
1: yeah. I mean to be fair if you found out Tomorrow when you're gonna die like Everybody's like that's the point that I would do All these things and like that's how right. you should live Your life but right. It's scary
0: Yeah. <laughs> then of course During the party at one point she gets called away For the ceremony And um Let's see
1: Shit gets weird here.
0: <laughs> Shit gets real weird. So Descartes sa- tells her to name her choice and she chooses Relad and Samina is pissed. <laughs> so she goes to like do the thing that she has to do. And then she hears Varane whisper, I'm so sorry I'm sorry, and suddenly she gets stabbed. Bivarine and I was like, "The fuck!" Yeah, <laughs> on the train, I was like, "Hold on, <laughs> yes. hold on, hold on," <laughs> and then she dies. And then I love the next chapter. It's like because so when she's ha- when she's experiencing Anefa's memories, it's in written in italics. Mm-hmm. So she's dead now, and the next chapter is pretty much in in italics. And I was like, "Okay, that's cool." And so. Jakarta's like what the fuck Varane <laughs> and Varane's like I'm sorry I don't have time to explain but there was no time she would have uh, made her wish and the world would have suffered and the Ineffidae are like how did you know and that's when you find out Carew the wise told him what yes. was going on and that's when is like oh ki- you killed Kenneth her mom
1: yes okay so um,
0: Zaka or I'm um, sorry Karu did
1: okay that's yeah. where I got confused. I was like, I don't... We've, like, named seven people that could have done yeah. this. Right. And, like, maybe also told three that they did this.
0: Right. And who actually did it? Carew's reasoning was they've been at the mercy of the humans for way too long. Um, she'd rather die than beg her for freedom and, like, whatever. Wait. Yeah. Um, That she'd rather die than beg a mortal for her freedom, type of thing. But that's so,
1: like, you can't die.
0: Right. But, like, I think at one point, I can't remember, it might have been earlier, where Sia. Says I think it's earlier where she says that they need Her and she's like or maybe it's here I don't know they need they needed Gaina they need her and she doesn't Want to work with humans and see us as something Like how many of your god only Plans have gotten us free That's <laughs> true. obviously none yeah <laughs> um, And then you find out that um, Where is It mm-hmm. that tempest like, has promised to set her free yes. by doing if she did this
1: it's like she's been pissed at nahado for millennia because like all he had to do was like give up something or say something and like none of this would have happened yeah so it's like i'm not going to let your new girlfriend save us as revenge
0: <laughs> it's like <laughs> what <laughs> yep then you re- you find out like Nahadath is basically like you're an idiot if you think that a Tempest is gonna accept anything short of like me like me like this isn't gonna be what sets you free right and he's like isn't that right brother and he's looking at Varane. I'm like wait what Varane has two souls as well
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> so like, much
0: like what. <laughs> So he has a tempest in him, which nobody else knew, like, which was just insane. So then Alexis
1: face moments of like,
0: (gasps) yeah, yeah, that's me on the train. Just like, (gasps) what? (laughs) so good. Which also made me something else made me do that recently.
1: The evil finale made me do that, but...
0: That's... Uh, the Fast and Furious trailer.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> For Fast 9. <laughs> What's cracking me up uh. is that... So, friend of the show, Tim, calls mm-hmm. me Han. Um, and oh, yep. Right. And so the book, the Animorph book we just did, um, a Hork-Bajir, which is an alien, called Han Dies, the very first chapter. Mm. And then he's like, but Han and Fast and the Furious just got resurrected
0: yeah spoilers <laughs> spoilers for anyone who hasn't watched it because i'm having someone watch this series and i oh, told sorry. them they cannot watch this trailer until yeah. they're finished <laughs> <laughs>
1: which he's now saying he's it's because of the thanos snap um he's like but the entire time all i can think of is hot and i'm
0: like i'm oh sorry God look that end of the trailer I did like I was gasping and like yeah, I had seen a trailer I couldn't stop moving and I was like and I can't talk to you about this because you are not caught up like yeah <laughs> no I yeah so when I texted my friend Marco I was like okay you've seen all the movies right okay watch this trailer I need to freak out to someone cuz I've been saying this ever since letty
1: well you can freak out to Tim as well
0: okay <clears throat> okay um so yeah, a tempest comes, makes his his grand entrance through Varane, basically. Who I guess yeah. is just dead now.
1: I guess, yeah. Right? Or maybe yeah. never was. I don't know. Because like a tempest is not enslaved. So... What? <laughs> I don't know. An, a tempest... So Varane is white. Yeah. But a tempest is not, and that causes some confusion or something. It was a Weird moment from Carew. I don't know.
0: I, I don't what know. What I like. So it, okay. So basically, because Kenneth left for rain, he was being a real fuckboy boy about it, and went to a tempest all heartbroken and said he would give him anything to get her back. Yes. So he accepts his flesh as payment and became part of him. Um, no, this shit gets weird. It's very weird. It gets real weird. Um. Because then that also means that Etempis, Descartes' god, killed his daughter. Orchestrated, or, well, orchestrated this. He didn't kill her. He orchestrated yeah. all of this. Because Varane, as Etempis, whatever, goes to Carew and says, hey, you don't have to be chained to this forever. You know, you can do some things. Um, but I guess Carew, I don't didn't even know that Etempis was in him, I don't think. I don't think anyone knew. Right. So, by doing this, by being a human, essentially, as Varane, Varane could order Nahadath around. So it's kind of like this perverse thing that a Tempest was doing t- to use him to get to N- Nahadath.
1: Yeah. But it also, and maybe it's just me, I never got full-on evil villain vibes. It's just kind of sibling rivalry. <laughs>
0: bullshit vibes and and some lust like yeah It's they're you know they're gods they're and, all getting you know. close to humanity <laughs> it's weird
1: but Nahado like is refusing to accept that uh, she was just a vessel it's yeah there's a lot of mourning
0: mm-hmm yeah he's very sad like he's yeah. legit sad um and he's also now they lost their sister because like that piece of her soul yeah so basically they start fighting yeah and then i love this because it's the italic so it's clearly it's we find that when Yain is telling the story who she's talking to she's talking to Anefa. Yeah. Um the two souls are talking and there's only need for one basically and it's going to be Yanas. And I love that the last part is of the italics is yes, enough of this disembodied soul business. Time to be alive again. And then Yana opens her eyes and we're back to like regular font and Descartes is like, "What the hell?"
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Yeah.
0: Because the stone was gone. They couldn't find the stone. The stone is now like in her.
1: Mm-hmm. It's
0: a seed and she ha- makes it grow inside of her. So that like she doesn't have a heart. She's mm-hmm. got this seed, basically. <clears throat> but the next chapter when it's Yana, she doesn't. It's kind of like how at the beginning. She said they ripped me out and I don't remember everything. And she's remembering as she talks. Mm-hmm. So she sees a boy who calls her mother and she doesn't know who it is. It's Sia. But yeah. she doesn't know who he is. Um, but
1: she still feels a
0: connection. Well, she still,
1: yeah, she still hugs him, like feeling a bit of a connection. And
0: mm-hmm. oh. and when Nahadath calls her Yena, she's like, yeah, yeah, that's my name. Like remembering as things are happening.
1: Mm-hmm. And so I guess she's a god. Yeah, she is. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, and because it's now her body like there's this moment my body has become something else less a mm-hmm. body than an embodiment right. but it's shaped for the moment was still human as were my senses
0: right and then she joins her power with nahada mm-hmm. and he orders the tempest to serve not a family but the all the world he's gonna wander around the mortals as one of them unknown He's only going to have the wealth and respect that he gains through his deeds and words. Uh, he can only call upon his power in great need and only to aid those mortals for whom he holds. Wait. Oh, to, to, to help the mortals who he like actually hates, you know, in reality. So that's Tempest's punishment for murdering an way back when or, you know, killing her way back when and all everything that he's done so far. Yena thinks that he will learn to love. That he'll basically become a, I don't know, better person, a better god, a yeah. better being. It's by basically doing this,
1: this. This message of like punishment should be redemption, and not just for the sake of punishments.
0: Right. Right.
1: And what could the next two books be about?
0: I have no idea. Him. Like, I think the next one is actually about. It's gotta be. Someone finding him. Yeah. Um, So then Yena without actually having to say the words asks Nahadath to like set his day daytime self, human self free. Not just, not by death, but like making him a whole separate entity Mm -hmm. who can now live. And he does. Uh, Let's see. And then Um, the gods come the other like the little like an children come over and Karu drops to one knee and says she won't beg her forgiveness she did what she felt was right which he acknowledges and says of course you did it was the wise thing to do she like touches her hair and and then kills her (laughs) (laughs) Karu dies with a single touch yep she's like done Um, oh uh, she looks at Zakharan Remember the goddess of war mm-hmm. And she says Dar her you know her land And Zakaron respects her for doing this And she goes to like see to those things To like fix those things Um, And then she looks around She's like ready to kill Samina and Nahda's Nahas like nope no, nope 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 That one's mine
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh... And De- Kartha's kind of forgotten Right?
0: He's still there on the floor yeah. point, Up until then he's on the floor and he's like You know Kenneth didn't do things in half me- by half Measures like nope you're a goddess So he basically Thinks that without the gods every Nation on the planet is going to rise up to destroy The Mary for everything they've done over time Which sure yeah that could fine. Happen they deserve it and, yeah And it's like maybe but you know Maybe you can survive Just got to work at it You're clever Um It's like, you have to name someone to be the heir. So she suggests to Yeah.
1: Who is a good choice, in my opinion?
0: Yep. Yep. And then it ends with. Um... Hmm. I don't actually know where they are because it says sometime after they left Sky, Andy Tempest, and the mortal world behind. Sia asks Yen to go with them Um, And Nahadath Like touches her face very tenderly Like that tenderness Coming back It's still still there Um, So she decides to go with them Says you have much to learn I have so many wonders to show you So she says take me away then let's get started And then they pass beyond the universe And I was like oh my god (laughs) It's, yeah, and but it seems complete. Right. And I think you're right. I think book two is going to be
1: about... Um,
0: a tempest. A
1: tempest and, yeah. you know, in human form. And and maybe we will get a battle, another War of the Gods. I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah.
0: I loved this. Oh, it was so good. It was yeah. so good. I need to be better at tracking my books. I need to go into Goodreads and make a 2020 list and like <laughs> actually update when I read. Or at least a physical list somewhere, but this was, yes. I loved this one very much.
1: Get you one of those, the the book, there's like a, basically a paper format of Goodreads. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh. so I think that was a good way to start off our 2020 challenge. Yes,
1: yes. We just wanted something that would be fun and, like, enjoyable and not mm-hmm. necessarily, because I feel like we started 2019 with, like, Let's think and be critical. And
0: this was more like, no, we're going to have we fun. We really did. <laughs> but We'd... it still was critically good. Yeah. You know, yeah. it wasn't like reading... And it does make you think things. Like, what would you yeah. do if you were told you had seven days to die? Or you had this other soul and, like, the, and you're going to die at the yeah. end of this ritual. What do you do?
1: I've had so many of these books recently because I'm currently reading Anyone by Charles Soule, which um, is about a woman who creates she calls it the flash where Mm -hmm. you can flash into another person and it was like, you know, what person would you flash into? And then um, I did recursion by Blake Crouch, um, which we need to read more Blake Crouch books, period. But that one was about how this company would reset things. So like you Mm -hmm. could go back to a point in your timeline and reset and go on a different path, different path. So like, um, damn that sounds if interesting if you <laughs> married an abusive husband you could go back and stop yourself from doing that but once you hit that point so like if i went back today to a point and let's say like stopped my car accident, by the time that i got caught back up to what is today february 9th
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah february 9th 2020 everybody would get those memories back so you'd have be remembering two different. So it's oh, wow. The lead character goes back and his daughter got, mur- or got oh. shot and was killed in like a shootout or something. So brings her back and then by, gets like another 10 years with her or something. And then but they hit that date. And it's like, what do you do now that you remember two different lives? And I was like, oh, this is damn hell. <laughs> so this was just another one of those like moments of like, what would I do if I only had seven days by choice? Right. You now Right. Yeah. I just this book, especially given that it was written in 2010, and I don't know if it's considered YA. Mm. She's 19.
0: Does a usually have such awesome sex scenes?
1: No, no. I guess it'd be more <laughs>
0: like new adult or something. Now
1: I don't know. I in my mind, I it got it usually gets recommended with a bunch of YA books, and maybe mm. that's why I'm associating fantasy it. type yeah. of thing. Um. But I feel like it does it. It's very progressive, especially for the time. And I, I, I enjoyed this so much. Yeah. So much. She has a new book coming out next month, um, mm-hmm. March 24th, called The City We Became. There's mm-hmm. a short story that goes with it that is out. And it's basically about how cities have souls.
0: Oh, God. <laughs>
1: and, like, some are very, like, old and some are very new. And it's about New York City and how she has five. And they're all going to start fighting for it.
0: Interesting. Or maybe
1: they're okay. all protecting it. I don't know. But either way, I saw this and was like, yep, adding this to my list <laughs> immediately. So Nice. Yeah. And if you're not following her on Twitter, please, like, anybody who's not, you should. She's just, she's one of those Twitter personalities that I just like. I feel just more intelligent following her. <laughs> okay. She posts great Doing things. that
0: literally right now. Yes.
1: Well the short story is called The City Born Great. So Nice. Yeah. Um book drink? Oh That is a good question. I'm gonna say just a really good Vodka Sprite with
0: the Sky Vodka. Ooh, Sky. Yes. (laughs) Good job. Thank you. That wins. (laughs) I don't really know vodka drinks, so yes, I will just, I'll jump on board with that one.
1: That way it's, and Sky tends to be in the middle of the pack, so it's not like you're going out of your way to spend (laughs) too much, but she'll still get a good vodka Sprite.
0: Nice. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Before we get into what we're reading next time for the podcast, do you know what you're reading, not for the podcast?
1: I do. Um, I'm well I'm torn between two books, but I think this one comes out first. So I got this galley months and months ago, and I'm apparently just going to read things like right before they come out. But it is called Foul is Fair. Okay. It is a modern YA retelling of Macbeth in an L.A. high school. Okay. <laughs> and outside of that I have no idea what it's about, but yeah. It's the next one on my list.
0: What about you? Nice. Um so it's one that I started that I want to finish. It's called Salt in My Soul, An Unfinished Life by Mallory Smith. So, I work for a company called Vertex that makes medications for people who have cystic fibrosis. This book is um it's basically the diary collection of a young woman who had CF who has She passed away when she was 25 Um, It's definitely Because she started this I think when she was a Teenager about 15 Um, So dealing with having CF and just going Through like the natural stuff we all Went through like boys and You know friends and stuff but like compounded By having this disease That could kill her Um, So after She died I think her mom Put this together And had it published um, her mom actually so I don't remember her mom's name, um but basically when Mallory was a i think it's her um when she was a kid, she couldn't say cystic fibrosis it's it's a mouthful yeah um so yeah, her mom basically they, she would say the way she would say it, it would sound it would say sound like sixty five roses so Aww. her mom made this children's book it's a picture book called mallory's sixty five roses that explains what CF is like in, in terms of like for, for a child to understand um, and what that means with like medications and certain things she has to be careful for. And then her parents would read it to her class at the beginning of each school year. So the kids could understand mm-hmm. what Mallory was having to deal with. Um, so salt in my soul is the, is, is Mallory's diary entries from teenager to when she passed away. And then I think there's some like little, like, little parts from like her parents or from other people who, who, um, who knew her. So, uh, reading that has been a little bit difficult. <laughs> is it like, no. um,
1: cause salt in my soul sounds angry is not the right
0: word, but like, um, it's, it's more in re- reference to cystic fibrosis. Okay. Um, well it's kind of like a play on it Like the cover well actually there. I think when I looked it up There were actually two different covers the one I have It's Mallory did yoga so she's okay. Doing I don't There's probably a better term for it, but like the handstand Type of thing okay. like on her forearms On the beach she loved 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 going okay. To the beach they lived in California so they could go to Hawaii Like not all the time but a lot Yeah <laughs> um, so
1: it's more about Being part of or like how The ocean's part of her life
0: kind of that part of that and then like there used to be a saying before they they named what they, they like scientists figured out what cystic fibrosis was it was oh, i can't remember it was something like basically saying like a, a child will die quickly if you like kiss them on the forehead and it's it's salty um cuz like it, cystic fibrosis affects It affects a lot of stuff. It's more than just the lungs, which is like the first thing that comes to mind, I think, or when like a lot of people think about it. Mm -hmm. Um, But one of the main signs and symptoms is salty tasting skin. So that was like where that phrase came from. Um, But I, I think they found that like people with CF who are able to spend a lot of time in the ocean and in those types of areas live longer or something like that. And maybe those areas are just cleaner, but they it could have something to do with the salt in the ocean. I don't know. But she herself, when she was writing her diary entries, would always start to feel better when she was able to go to the beach and just be at the beach. Okay. So it's a plan a couple of things there. Very cool. Um, so reading it's been a little difficult because I mean, it's your diary, you generally don't
1: Yeah, you don't write that like, you don't write edit. that to be shared. <laughs>
0: Yeah, or like she did though. She wanted her mom to share it, but like you don't necessarily edit yourself and like you can be as angry as you want to be. Like Mm -hmm. she even talks in her diary entries about how people see her as as being like an amazing CF patient who's so upbeat and nothing can keep her down because she also had this crazy super bug bacteria that like could just Jesus. Yeah, it, yeah. Um, and that she felt a lot of pressure to maintain that upbeat personality for like her doctors for other well it's difficult for people with cf to interact with each other they have to stay far away from each other so they don't like yeah pass bacteria back and forth that cuz that could like kill them cuz their bodies don't have any you know antibodies to those bacteria that maybe this other person has spent all this time like fighting
2: mm-hmm.
0: um and then keeping that up for her family and thinking about what it would be like for her family if she died and but then also thinking like if she died then they wouldn't have to worry about her as much and or wouldn't have to worry about her and do all these things for her because it's it's getting it, um, I'm at the point where it. she's like it's it's getting difficult for her. She can't live on her own like she needs a lot of help. It's mostly that's that super bug was really really fucking with her. Yeah. Um, so yeah I want to finish it. <laughs> it's
1: uh, <laughs> doesn't sound like an easy read.
0: It's not. <laughs> <laughs> It's not. Um, but it's really, really amazing. Like, Because even in some of her diary entries, she still sounds super upbeat. And I'm just like, I don't know how. How? Mm-mm. How?
1: Yeah. So. No, I recently... Um, so I have two autoimmune diseases, for anybody listening. And uh, recently just wrapped up around a treatment, which knocks out my um, autoimmune system completely. And takes really high prednisone that makes me crazy and was reading about the ceo of um shit those new bags the like away bags i think it is or whatever Mm. anyways she's the ceo of some startup that people know and like ended up with a type of cancer i think it was breast cancer and like they're talking about how she's basically running the company from the chemo chair and i got so mad just like I, I mean good for her If that is truly what she wanted to do and that helped her made her feel better kept her distracted all for that but as a culture we need to let people be sick and yeah. we need to stop Um, she shouldn't have felt that had to feel that she was so had to be up so upbeat it's like it's okay to break down and it's okay to to, to not feel good and it's I don't know. It just like, yeah. you know, companies give sick days and then they make you feel bad when you take them, and it's, it's a whole culture that makes me just so angry right now. Yeah, <laughs> I ranted about it on Twitter for a good few days, and mm. and, you know, we got to, we we have to let people just be themselves and not be okay, and and that's okay.
0: Right. So, right.
1: Yeah. I get wanting to commend someone for being strong and, like, Mm -hmm. and, and, but you also have to tell them that it's okay not to be. Right. Yeah. So when I saw, have you seen Little Women yet? Yep. (laughs) So the scene, sorry, um, Little Women is a book that came out in the 1800s. So, um, spoiler, Beth dies. Um, (laughs) But it's a big part of the book. Um, So in the movie, when Joe keeps telling Beth to be strong um to fight it to go out screaming kicking and screaming and it's like the (laughs) fact that's what beth's been doing (laughs) forever and right just let let her accept that this is the end and let it's okay it's okay the second time i just wanted to that i saw it i just wanted to yell at joe (laughs) and to scream (laughs) for quite a bit so, I pro yeah. I'm going to add this book to my list because I feel like it's going to yeah. be therapeutic in some ways. Because yeah. like,
0: <laughs> at a certain point, you're asking them to fight and or to go out kicking and screaming to fight that way for you, yes, and not for themselves. Exactly. Like if you know if they choose to do that, okay. But if they if it gets to be a bit much and they want to not fight right now, then yeah, okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. A lot of feelings. I
0: I got this book because I think her mom came to the company and they had a bunch of copies for people who could go to the talk and then they Mm -hmm. had some left over. I didn't get a chance to go to the talk, so I did take one of the books. I'm really mad that I didn't go to the talk. (sighs) So
1: So hopefully you get a chance next time.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to do more now that things have calmed down a little bit at work. Um, do a little bit more of the other, like the extra stuff mm-hmm. outside of my desk, basically. So, all right. And then, so next for the podcast, our next challenge is a romance book. And we decided on Destiny's Captive by Beverly Jenkins. Yay. There are some pirates involved. This is a much lighter read than what I'm going to be reading on my yes, own. Definitely um, glad we
1: are balancing out this. Uh, yes, <laughs>
0: yes. So that I think that'll be a lot of fun because I had a lot of fun with the last year's romance challenge. Yes. Um. The from Alyssa Cole. So I think yeah, it'll be good.
1: Very excited. We went through a few different choices, and uh, Stephanie but said this pirates. Pirates and pirates are. <laughs> like one of the five things that are always a selling point for Megan so <laughs> in case you're wondering pirates, private schools um, anything
0: like supernatural that I'm good <laughs> oh. alright so where can people find you? Uh,
1: you can find me on my blog um, which is meggriffin.com with three F's I review books, Um, you can find some of my writing samples, you can find a link to the short story I've had published, and you can find all the podcasts that I've been on. Uh, What about you?
0: You can find me here, (laughs) and you can find us, let's see, we have the Facebook page, A Handbook for Judging Fabulous Retellings, and then you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at JBC Podcast. Uh, So yeah, follow us on there and join us in 2 weeks with Destiny's captive or any other romance novel like <laughs> February, why it not? February. And Black History Month. Both yes. artists are women of color. Are. Yes. Right? Yes. Yes. Um So yeah, I'm very excited. So, and in the meantime, keep supporting your local libraries.